Hi, I'm Marty Cohen, and welcome to episode 35 of Rotary Cares, the monthly award-winning show that will tell you everything you want to know about Rotary International and more. Rotary is a global network of 1.2 million neighbors, friends, leaders, and problem solvers that come together to make positive, lasting change in communities at home and abroad. Established over 115 years ago, Rotary now has 35,000 clubs all over the world. Rotary's motto is service above self and Rotarians adhere to the four-way test, an ethical guide for Rotarians to use for their personal and professional relationships. The test has been translated into more than 100 languages. Of the things we say or do, is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? In Brattleboro, there are two clubs, the Brattleboro Rotary Club that meets every Thursday over lunch and the Brattleboro Sunrise Rotary Club that meets every Wednesday over breakfast. During COVID-19, both clubs meet virtually over Zoom. Today, we will be discussing local scholarships. My guest is Brattleboro Rotary Club Scholarship Chair, John Maybe. Welcome, John. Thank you for having me here, Marty. Well, thank you for coming on the show because um, you, actually, what, what I should say, coming back on the show, um, you've now, we've now done, this will be our third show about local scholarships. You were on episode 17, uh, was the last time. Just remind us, how long have you been involved with Rotary? I've been part of the Brattleboro Rotary Club now, just about 25 years. And within the club, um, I've been on other committees, but I've been involved with scholarships really now for about 20 years. So when I got involved with the scholarship program, I, I just enjoyed it like the that aspect of the service or a way to contribute to the community and I've stuck with it. So, and that's, that's fantastic. Um, the, the club itself, you know, we, we say the scholarships are given by the, by the Brattleboro Rotary Club, but, but the Brattleboro Rotary Club set up something called the Gateway Foundation. Can, what, what's that all about? Sure. It, the Gateway Foundation was set up, I believe, in the early 1980s by Rotary Club members who wanted a vehicle uh, to raise and manage funds for scholarships. So um, Senator Gannett, Phil Dunham, many of the founding Rotary members back from the 1950s were also founders of the Gateway Foundation. Um, all the Rotary Club members are also considered members of the Gateway Foundation. Um, it's a nonprofit or 501c3, and it manages our accumulated um, scholarship fund, let's call it. It designates an amount each year to give to the Rotary Club uh, scholarship committee, which then does the selection uh, for the scholarships and, and uh, gives out the money. That's great. Now, now worldwide, Rotary awards $7.5 million in scholarships each year, 7.5 million. How much, how much does, uh, or has the Rotary, uh, Brattleboro Rotary Club awarded? So if we tally up um, as best we can do it now, given 
we're going on four decades, we've given over half a million dollars. Wow. Uh, generally, we're in the neighborhood of 17,500 uh, to uh, 20,000 a year, um, but it, it, it varies a little bit from year to year, but our goal is somewhere in that range. Wow, that's that's an incredible amount of money. But so so John, let me ask you, who who's eligible for um, a Brattleboro Rotary Club Gateway Foundation scholarship? So our our primary program and the one we've run since the eighties uh, is for graduating seniors at local high schools, and that includes Brattleboro, Hinsdale, and Leland and Gray. So those three high schools. There was a time in our history when we also included uh, Wilmington or Twin Valley, and in subsequent years they developed their own program. So probably 10, 15 years ago they dropped out of our area, um, and we we solicit applications from all three of the high schools uh, through the guidance departments and the principals' offices. We get back those applications uh, usually. It, mid-May each year, and then our scholarship committee made up of Rotarians, about 10 Rotarians, uh, reviews the applications and, and makes the decisions. So, so in terms of making that decision, what, what's the criteria for the selection? So we have three factors, and in all the years I've been involved, it's been the same set of factors. It's academic achievement, community service, and financial need. We weigh those three factors equally as best we can. Uh, and um, it, it usually, we find plenty of kids who meet, <laughs> meet the criteria. Um, we'll typically in an average year get 20, 25, some years even 30 applications from the schools uh, and, you know, Periodically, you have a, a kid who's great in a couple of the areas, but maybe not so great in another area. So we, you know, we weigh that out. But we we typically have a pretty good sampling of good kids who who meet all the criteria. That that is just fantastic. Well, we're gonna we're gonna take a uh, a short break, um, but we're gonna but first this brief message from Rotary International. We'll be right back. Possibilities are all around us. Everywhere we look, we see opportunity. We see potential in unexpected places. And when we share our knowledge, vision, and connections, We turn great ideas into action in communities all around the world that we call home. Like transforming an old bus to feed hungry children or providing life-saving equipment to those who need it most. From fighting disease to rebuilding schools, 
Together, we can make real change happen. We're Rotary. We are people of action. Get involved today at rotary.org. Welcome back to Rotary Cares, a monthly show that demystifies Rotary International. Our guest is John Maybe, the scholarship chair of the Brattleboro Rotary Club. And we, we were talking about, John, the, the, uh, the criteria for, for the students, but, um, and, the, and the fact that uh, area high school students, but a, a number of years ago, um, I wanna say maybe even seven years ago, Gateway Foundation started something called the Jesse Corum Scholarship. What, what's that about? So this um, was set up when Jesse Corum, who had been a longtime Rotarian and very dedicated uh, community service provider in the community, um, was, was sick with cancer and dying. And you and a bunch of other Rotarians had, had the grace to meet with him, talk to him, and uh, he was thrilled that there would be a scholarship in, in his name and in his memory. So for the first, so it's, it's one award we give to a student at CCV, Community College of Vermont, each year. For the first several years, it went to a student studying in the medical assisting program. And we sort of partnered with Brattleboro Memorial Hospital, uh, who was also helping to, who needed those kinds of kids with that educational profile and was also uh, promoting the, the program at CCV. So we did that for a number of years. And then in the more recent uh, years, I think the last two at least, we have shifted to a student at CCV studying in early childhood education and related fields. So the medical assisting program that we had previously um, provided the grants to really was up on its own and the students seemed to have adequate funding there, whereas the early education uh, students, we were told and uh, that the need was really there. So we segued in a slightly different direction. But the, part of the goal of this was to um, give to a local student who was involved in a local education program and who might likely stay in this area. Um, the, the high school kids who we give grants to often go off to colleges out of state and go carry on with their lives and don't necessarily come back. So part of the initiative that you were, you were certainly a part of when this started was to give to the local community uh, in a measurable way. So it, it complemented in part what we were doing with the high school uh, seniors. And, and um, if memory serves me correctly, the, uh, the, the five um, medical assisting uh, uh, candidates all went on to get jobs at um, within Wyndham County, um, I believe at at Brattleboro uh, Memorial Hospital. Where so that it was fulfilled there, and now the child early childhood education is working. We had the one, but she's at, uh, involved in in Wyndham County as well. So it becomes an economic development, um, you know, as well as as uh, a scholarship, which is which is fantastic. John, we, you mentioned uh, that that uh, cumulative we've we've given out you know close to a half a million dollars. Um, how does Gateway raise that money? 
So um, right now, the Rotary Club is a primary sponsor. And um, a number of years ago, the Rotary Club committed to uh, giving Christmas tree sale proceeds to uh, Gateway for the scholarship program. Um, depending on how many trees we sell uh, and how much revenue, net revenue we get, that money goes to Gateway each year. That's a commitment that the Rotary Club has made. We also get donations from individual uh, Rotarians who are uh, committed to the scholarship in the Gateway uh, program. Um, we have occasionally gotten some outside grants. Uh, there was a year, I know uh, there was a grant associated with Vermont Yankee that gave us some additional money. Um, so we don't typically really go after those, but we have on some occasions gotten some additional grants. The other thing the Rotary Club has done, which has been very important, is um, one of the, the club's biggest annual fundraisers or events is the golf tournament. And there have been a couple of years where uh, a portion of the proceeds from the annual golf tournament have gone to Gateway as well. And those were big donations by the Rotary Club and the Rotary Club membership. So it's, it's a combination of things, but we do um, now also have within the Gateway Foundation a fund um, that is professionally managed and that, um, you know, certainly in good years can, can grow as the market grows. Um, so, so we have kind of a formula. The, the, the goal is to maintain that fund and grow that fund. So we have a formula as to how much we're going to give away each year. In our early years, we had a, a slightly different approach. We just said we're going to give away X per year. And some years the fund went down, other years the fund went up. And I think more recently, we have tried to make it sustaining. So we are confident it will be there in 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, and um, hopefully grow so we can give away more. And it, it also, as, as you mentioned, um, it, not only from, from Rotarians giving, but uh, anyone could give, um, monies to, to, to Gateway Foundation, um, because that is a 501c3 uh, organization. Um, but John, how, how, do, how do kids um, apply for the scholarship? So we do, with your help, um, put out on the Rotary Club website uh, links to the application. Uh, but the, the primary way is I communicate with the three schools each year, uh, again, through the, the guidance office there with the updated application for that particular year, what the requirements are. We typically give the schools a little over a month to get those applications, uh, get the, make them available to the students, uh, have the students fill them out, get them back to me. So it's a process uh, through the schools. Um, I guess I should say we have on occasion, not often, but on occasion, uh, given to students at other schools. We, when the Austin School was up and running, uh, we, we included the Austin School in our in our program and would occasionally uh, give a grant there. Uh, it's also been rare, but we. A couple of students uh, who go to Vermont Academy over the years have met our criteria and received an award. 
And we might have done one at the Putney School uh, one year as well. So we focus on the three local area high schools, but occasionally we might get um, kind of a wild card application and we, we would consider that. Wow. Now, if you do, if, if you do the math, if you, if you think about, you know, we're giving out six or so scholarships every year times the number of years you're saying we're giving them out, that, that's, a, that's a lot of kids who have uh, been able to, to access that half million dollars in, in scholarships. Um, now, yes, I mean, it's six to eight kids on average per year. I think there have been some years, maybe it was a little more, some years a little less. What we, what a decision that was made a while ago that we've kind of stuck with is we like the per student award to be a significant number. So rather than if we're going to give out $20,000, we, we don't give out, you know, $40, $500 scholarships. We've typically gone toward uh, $3,000 per student or something in that range. Because we, with the cost of education, knowing how expensive things are and how, how much that's escalated over the years, we, we want the awards to be really meaningful to the students. And, and how does a kid find out if they've won? Well, we, we go through our selection process usually in May. Sometimes it spills into the beginning of June. And uh, the schools um, get a little bit of a heads up, but the awards are announced at graduation ceremony. So they're surprise awards, the short answer to your question. Um, you know, with, with, with the pandemic and Zoom, um, I'm not sure exactly what the schools will be doing this year, but historically different Rotarians have volunteered to be either at the graduation ceremony or the awards night ceremony and announce the winners and have them come up and uh, accept their awards. So it's a little suspense involved and, and you know, fun from our point of view to be able to give a surprise award to a kid. And when you say give, um, uh, do, do Rotarians give out the award or how, how, does, how does that get announced? Yeah, so again, typically a club member um, has been at each of the ceremonies uh, or graduations. Um, we have occasionally had among our Rotary Club members, people like Ron Staley or Frank Rucker, who are obviously have been in the school system and who are there at those ceremonies, who have agreed or volunteered to give out the awards. But I've certainly spent many evenings at the Brattleboro Union High School Awards Night uh, presenting awards and I've been to Hinsdale. I, I don't think I ever made it to Leland and Gray, but um, so it's it's a fun thing. Rotarians volunteer to do it because it's nice to be part of the process. It's it's great, and I think the the kids definitely appreciate it. You you also organize um, uh, a luncheon with the with the winners. Yes, yeah, so typically each year all the uh, recipients are invited to come join the Rotary Club for a luncheon. Uh, usually we get pretty good participation. It's a chance to meet for, for our membership to meet the, meet the recipients. Um, occasionally um, 
a recipient has been a student Rotarian. So there are there are times when the Rotary Club membership already knows a particular recipient, but the majority of them are uh, community kids, but not necessarily known to Rotary. So it's nice to welcome them to have lunch with us. It, well, in normal years, we sit down and have lunch together and hopefully we'll be getting back to that pretty soon. Um, yeah, and it just, it, we hear where they're headed to school, what they wanna study, what their aspirations are, and it's a chance for us to congratulate them on their good work. And so it's a really nice part of it. And, and you know, it's really cool. You, you, you know, you were talking about the, the Christmas tree sales, um, you know, and each member participates in, in selling those, selling the Christmas trees. Um, a lot of times uh, I've had people, could be, you know, parents will, will come and buy the tree and then they say, and, and thank you for giving the scholarship to my kid. Yeah, I think we've, our club has been selling Christmas trees for decades. And as I said, it wasn't always that the proceeds went to uh, the scholarships, but for, for many years now we've been doing that. And so I think people know when they show up to buy trees that the money is gonna go to fund scholarships. I, I think you're right, sometimes the past recipients have been there to pick out their tree. Um, so it's, it's nice to have that sort of consistency and heritage with the program and that people really know uh, it, the, the proceeds are going to local kids who are furthering their education. So uh, this year, the golf tournament is going to be on August 27th. So that's an opportunity for, for the public to, to sign up and, and money comes back to the scholarships that way. And, and even with COVID, we're still selling Christmas trees. So, um, you know, come the, the first week in December, we'll be out in front of the Brattleboro uh, Bowl selling, selling Christmas trees. Uh, to, to bed. Yep, I, we, we wore our masks and sold our trees and customers came along just as usual. So it, um, yeah, and I think this year certainly will be ahead of things compared to where we were last Christmas. So uh, we look forward to that. Uh, it's just a nice way for the club members to interface with members of the community and uh, see the families often with young kids who are just so thrilled to be there <laughs> picking out a tree. Absolutely. All right, John, last question for you. What's the best thing about being a Rotarian? It's, it's combined. I, I like the fellowship uh, within our club. Um, it's been a little different this year with Zoom, of course, but hopefully we'll be resuming our weekly lunches together. We have a wonderful group of Rotarians, as you know, but coupled with that really is the, the ethic of community service and scholarships are just really one part of what the Rotary Club does. It has international projects. It has uh, affiliations with the Indian Reservation out west. So it has really a wonderful uh, variety of community service programs, both local, national, and international. And um, so just to be part of that and also knowing you're part of this really worldwide network of Rotary, which is doing good things all over the world. So. Um, it's a, a, com <laughs> a complex answer in a way, but it's, it's fellowship and service are the keys. Fantastic. John Maybe, chair of the scholarship committee, thank you so much for coming on the show and for all that you do. Thank you, Marty. Have a good day.
By the way, I, I usually give a shout out to Brattleboro Sunrise Rotary Club past president Kevin Yeager for doing the magic behind the cameras. And I look forward to the to the show that I can we can return back to the BCTV studio. Uh, speaking of BCTV, I'd like to thank BCTV for recognizing the Rotary Clubs of Brattleboro as a uh, as its uh, uh, 2018 nonprofit member of the year. And wait. That's right. And me as the 2020 host of the year. Um, a, a special thanks to Brian Vashaw for helping us bring this show to you. If you have any questions, concerns, or ideas for future topics, send them to info at brattlebororotaryclub.org. Info at brattlebororotaryclub.org. I'm Marty Cohn. Thanks for watching.